Well, welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. We took another surprise break because I was super sick. Surprise! Surprise! I was out of town, so we just did not make that work. But you know what? Here we are. That's the important part. Also that, yeah. She was out of town for her birthday. Maggie has officially completed another cycle around the sun. Woo! uh, Exciting. Who thought that it would happen? Not me, but here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, only small housekeeping things, uh, mostly because some of you have talked to me about student loan stuff. Uh, SCOTUS officially struck down student loan forgiveness, so there are other pathways that the Biden administration is considering slash exploring. Is any of it likely? No. So if you were planning on putting off your loans for a while yet, I wouldn't. I would not do that. I would start preparing your plan of repayment because payments are due Interest starts accruing the end of August, but payments aren't due until the end of September. Soon. Soon. That's much sooner than you think it is, and you should really start getting your affairs in order as best as you can. Start budgeting where you need to, because it's going to be brutal out there. Yeah. Rough week. Rough week for politics, huh? Well, what sucks is SCOTUS isn't supposed to be political, but yes. Okay. First word. Era. Era. Huh. E-R-A. I feel like that's a good one, but definitely first thing I thought of was Taylor Swift, and I'm not a Swifty, so. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) My brain goes nowhere else but the Taylor Swift era's tour. Yeah, absolutely. That was, like, the first thing that I thought of, and, like, I'm not a, not that I dislike her or anything, I'm just not a Swifty, but it's literally been all I was seeing as soon as that tour started was all over my TikTok and Instagram and just nonstop. So um, it looks like it was a great yeah. show. I will give her that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think part of it is they specifically called it like everyone was like era tour. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like when other people go out on tour, it's just like, oh, I went and saw X, Y or Z. And I feel like this specifically, everyone's like, I went and saw Taylor Swift, comma, on her heiress tour. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that's the tour she's on. Correct. Uh, well, because it was like all of her eras. So like if you're a Swifty, it's like a big deal for you because it's like Taylor through the years. And there's a lot sure. of very specific Taylor eras that people bond to. So I feel like that's why it was a such a big deal. And for a lot of people, like they grew up with Taylor. So it was kind of like their era's tour as well. Like I get it. I get why people were so excited. It's just like not my thing. And after like, I don't know, three days, I was so sick of seeing outfits. I was like, I don't care what you're wearing. I don't like I'm the wrong audience for this. (laughs) Honestly, I think I would have cared more if the tickets were even remotely affordable enough for me to go. Oh my God. I know the freaking prices on those from what I've heard were insane. But you and know, like the lottery, you had to wait in an online queue for like 48 hours to be able to even like qualify. Like you had to, you couldn't leave your desktop for like <laughs> literally hours on end. The fact that people did that is so funny to me, but you know, it, it made some people years. So I guess if this is what you've been living for, it was absolutely worth the 48 hour wait being glued to your laptop. I think era also makes me think of how annoying the phrase end of an era has become oh why interesting (laughs) so hockey teams often go through almost whole roster rebuilds because they have a cap so they can only pay x amount of players x amount of dollars and so because of that they have to do some shuffling around yearly i mean every season this happens Mm -hmm. and it never fails when a player that's been on the team for like oh you know three seasons or whatever leaves 
they'll be like, end of an era, man, end of an era. <laughs> and so like when Queen Elizabeth died, they were like, oh, end of an era, end of an era. And it's just like, there's like this six month window where I just heard it so many times over and over again. I was like, no, it wasn't the end of an era. Okay. That is not what an era is. <laughs> Well, I think now we need to Google it, because if that's not an era, I don't know what is, especially Queen Elizabeth's reign. I think Queen Elizabeth's reign is probably the only one who could be defined as an era, but a player being on the same team for three seasons is not an era. Yeah, okay, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. But because I was hearing it all in the same breath, it was annoying. A long and distinct period of history with a particular feature or characteristic. Cool. I love how Murray's behind me trying to jump on the fridge right now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He looks like he's really trying to figure it out. Yeah, because there's shit on the fridge for a reason, so he doesn't do this. <laughs> I'm so excited to see if he makes it. But he's already done it a couple times, so I don't oh. know. I think he's given up. He's like, nah, I'm not gonna He's He's it. been dissuaded. He's been dissuaded. <laughs> but he's very much curious at the moment. Anyway, okay, yeah. So I would say Queen Elizabeth's reign probably fits into the era category. I would argue that that is correct. That is correct. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse that sweet cough. Fun Murray side note. Uh, yesterday, I found like ha- half a bird on my floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll bring you presents. That's, That's so cool. exciting. Yeah. He, I thought he was mad at me, but apparently he's not. But I was like, could we, could we skip presents next time? Could you just like cuddle more or something no wait until he uh he catches a mouse somewhere and then brings it to you i really hope he doesn't try to bring anything live to me my old cat would bring me cicadas oh my god that was so do you know cicadas are blind and dumb do you have any idea how hard it is to get one of those out of your house and they're loud they're so loud and they just freak the fuck out when you're trying to catch them so yeah thankfully this is the first gift murray's ever brought me but holy crap that was a that was the first time I've ever had to sweep up half a bird. Cicadas have a really fun life cycle. They breed underground for seven years. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. We yeah. we get a lot of cicadas in Chicago some summers. Yeah, yeah, the Midwest sounds so sure. crazy when it's cicada season. Oh my god, just all of outside is just like this weird humming sound. Yeah, it's this one consistent noise. Uh huh. That's the sound of summer. Did you know? Okay, what? that's sorry. Random side note. Did you know? That carpenter bees, they obviously live in woods or whatever. We're like wooded things, right? So like two by fours and such, like Mm -hmm. porches and such. Woodpeckers, to eat carpenter bees, will drill holes into your structure to get the carpenter bee out. So you not only have an issue with carpenter bees being in your structure, you then have an issue of woodpeckers trying to get to those carpenter bees, causing more holes in your structure. Huh, interesting. I didn't know that's what woodpeckers ate. Well, I guess they eat bugs, right? And a carpenter bee is a bug. But that's interesting. Very good to know. We had a carpenter, carp. wow, I can't say it, carpenter bee problem when I lived in Chicago. It was living in our deck like every year. That motherfucker was mad. It would get mad. (laughs) It would get very angry. So like if you stepped outside on the deck, oh no, (laughs) it needed to investigate what the hell was happening. We just had mulch put in and we have a couple of bumblebees that are like hanging out in the mulch. And so Olivia has like walked by a couple of times and been like, I'm telling you, they came up from underground. They came up from in that mulch there. And I'm like, okay, but they're bumblebees. Like they're fluffy. They're here to just like eat some like milkweed or whatever. Like, I don't know. (laughs) And she was like, should we do something about it? And I was like, no, they're pollinators and they're bumblebees. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Bumblebees, totally fine. Carpenter bees, also mostly fine, except for when they're angry. (laughs) I mean, you got to watch out. It's the wasps you got to be careful about. 
those those wasps jerks. scare the shit out of me oh my gosh yeah me too and they like will swarm you know so and they can sting and sting and sting and sting and sting yeah and we had a wasp problem too same deck um carpenter be in one hole and then a whole wasps like we're building a nest under a different thing i like wouldn't go outside i was like i don't know what no. to do i sent my ex out there with some wasp spray i was like you figure it out <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that I could survive that. I don't know that I could survive that. They terrify me. That's the one thing where I will absolutely scream and run away like a little girl. But I will say I went on a hike a few weeks ago where there was a lot of bumblebees. And we got to a little area where there happened to be like so many bees that it like you could hear the humming. You're like, oh my God, what is that noise? And you're like, oh God, there's so many bees. And they were all bumblebees, but that's probably the first time where I was like, I think we should leave. <laughs> Dude, I will never forget my ex and I were hiking once and we were just like on a trail, no big deal. She walks past this log and so she's in between uh, like, well, it's, it's her in front, the log, and then me. We heard something like slide forward quickly and we're like, what the fuck? And I, so I, we just both stopped walking immediately. Mm -hmm. It was a snake that had tried to strike at her as she walked by this log. Oh my God, no. So this snake was like still in like a striking position, like upright, like looking around. And I'm like, oh shit, like that just tried to strike at you. <sighs> oh no. Oh I'm like, what kind of snake is that? I can't tell. I'm like, I, and I'm like, we're in Iowa somewhere. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Probably a gardener snake. But I'm like, gardener snakes don't, don't strike usually. I'm like, this is weird. Anyway, we had to go like all the way around. Like I, because we were now split. So I had to go all the way around this big log to like try and get away from the snake. I'm like, I don't know how fast that fucker is. I don't know if it's venomous. Like, ugh. Yeah. But we didn't see it. We didn't see it at all when we walked up. And the fact that he missed striking her by like inches was nuts. That's the biggest thing that scares me with hiking. Because I feel like snakes are so hard to see. And it's so hard to like come across. And they're everywhere. Like... And how do you know when you piss one off? I don't know. Uh, I like hiking, but nature is terrifying. Well, that was my point after is like, I was just staring at the ground after that. Yeah. I was like, okay, I, now my head is just on the swivel looking for a snake. Because <laughs> now I know we, we got lucky once. You get lucky one time on a hike. It's going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I know. I always keep my head down too. Mostly because I don't want to trip and fall, but also because animals, they're just everywhere. Turns out that that was the only luck on that trip because shortly after I strained my groin muscle pretty good <laughs> oh to the point where I still have problems with it today. Oh my God. Groin muscles are the worst. They will take years. They're so bad. Years to heal. They're terrible. This was four years ago? Yeah. I pulled a groin muscle when I was probably like 16 or something and it i swear it didn't fully heal till i was like 27 <laughs> it's forever and i do a ton of stretching with it and it's normally fine but every now and then it'll tweak just right and i'm like Ew. yeah yeah mine too sometimes if i stretch a little too much i'll be like don't fucking pull that again don't do it just don't no, do it it's terrible <laughs> it's the worst um, but yeah, I, uh, speaking of hiking, I got to experience uh, for my birthday weekend, I went on a hike in Utah and all of the snow is melting. And I don't know if you've seen this in Yosemite, it's like crazy, like the most water they've seen in like 80 years and like everything's oh, flooding wow. and like all the waterfalls look insane. Well, the same thing is happening in Utah because it's the same mountain range. And like, uh, we went for this hike where, you're supposed to be able to like go into this little cave, like a waterfall falls through like a hole in the ceiling. Why do you call that ceiling, I guess? And like you climb up there and you can like be in the little cave and see the waterfall coming through. 
we got to the hike and we were like, where is this thing? Like, there's this pretty waterfall. It's crazy. We're like, how, where, how do we see this thing? You couldn't get into it because of how much water there was. Like you couldn't do the hike to get into it. And so we hiked up and uh, above it to take a look at it. And that's when we realized we were there. Like literally it was like, it looked kind of like a belly button piercing where all this water was gushing into this hole and then squirting out the other side. Just like yeah, just sliding right out. Like as hard as possible. This crazy waterfall. I was like, what the hell? It was so cool to see just because like normally for the last however many years, people can literally walk up and go inside of it. And it, the water was coming out so hard. You couldn't even get within like 40 feet of it. Like you couldn't get that close. But it was really cool to see. So for anyone who's like looking for hikes or likes to be outside, like very cool to see any of the like Rockies right now or any of those mountain ranges because uh, yeah, everything was flooded. We were standing on a little bridge that was like being washed away. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about the amount of rain that uh, Massachusetts has gotten this year is like unprecedented. It seems to be that that's kind of consistent everywhere because yeah, global warming is yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, California got more rain than we had seen in decades, too, this past winter. Um, and then, yeah, just, like, the national parks are apparently the most beautiful they've been in in decades because of, like, we haven't seen this much water in so long. But it's gorgeous. Worth seeing, for sure. Nice. ERA also reminds me of ERA as a baseball term, and I've never understood what that baseball term is. Okay. We're looking it up now? Uh, yeah. I believe it's in response to pitchers. And it's earned run average, which represents the number of earned runs a pitcher allows per nine innings, with earned runs being any runs that scored without the aid of an error or a passed ball. ERA is the most commonly accepted statistical tool for evaluating pitchers. So a good ERA is under two, but that's exceptional and rare. A decent one, like a normal one, is between two and three. I don't understand baseball stats at all. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. That's, but that just reminded me as I was staring at ERA on the generator, I'm like... <laughs> Where else have I seen these three letters before? And then I was like, oh, that's right, that baseball stat that I'm never going to understand. <laughs> we learned so much today. <laughs> All right. ERA and uh, Carpenter Bees. And Carpenter Bees. And the best era to see national parks is right now. Is there this, you go. This era. <laughs> wow. This current, this current era. This current era we're living in. <laughs> Do you want another word? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I think we're done. How about treasurer or triasserer <laughs> I, don't, I don't i really want someone on tv to say it that way like, i just think that would really make make the newscast treasurer Ugh. <laughs> you're like treasurer when i when i hear so treasurer is the only the only elected position i've ever held oh really that's an interesting fun fact for what group club thing <laughs> oh boy it was made up like leading up to junior achievement, like it was a junior achievement exercise. Oh, okay. Okay. Leading up to when you go do the, God, what's that called? This the fake city. Did uh, you not do this as a child? Something government, isn't it? Uh, you sort of. Yeah, so junior achievement has like a fake city that you go to for a whole day in like sixth grade and you have a job. I was a judge and the DJ. <laughs> that seems very realistic, actually. We had, a, we had a call out, right? Like somebody was sick that day and they were supposed to be the DJ. I was already the judge. And then I was like, well, shit, I got to be both. <laughs> and I was rolling in the bank and I was charging all these ridiculous tickets so that I could have more money. I was immediately so corrupt. It was terrible. Oh my God, were you? I was wondering. Oh yeah. Was there any checks and balances or you were just free to like run your corrupt little city? 
no, the police officer was a total power hungry a hole. So he would just write these tickets, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, that's what happened. Pay it. Like I was not nice, but I think a big part of me knew that it was fake and that they had the funds to pay it. So yeah. I was like, just pay it. Right. You're just playing the game. Pay it to me, <laughs> so that I may go buy an eraser from the gift store. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so we know not to elect Christine into any kind of office. Good to know. But I was the treasurer, I think, leading up to that, like when we were planning the trip um, and like figuring out how much money we needed to pay for the trip or whatever. I think I was the treasurer for that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not good with my own money. I don't think I'd be good with other people's money, but treasurer just makes me think of the government and the economy and that just makes me the... Was Alexander Hamilton the treasurer at the moment? I don't know. Those are those are facts you know that most people don't. <laughs> My name is Alexander Hamilton. Is it? Um, do you know that because of Hamilton? Yeah, I mean, I know that that word. I don't know if he was the treasurer though. He had something to do with the money. Um, Alexander Hamilton, treasurer. Uh, George Washington, former military aide and renowned fi- financier, was appointed the first secretary of the treasury. So yes, he was oh. the treasurer. Okay, hey, look at that. Learning something about our our great great American history here today. You always learn something on satisfying static. <laughs> now I'm gonna have the Hamilton soundtrack stuck in my head. You know, I've never seen that. Really, it's worth a watch. If you have Disney Plus, it's worth a watch. Oh, is it on Disney? Okay, I might watch it. I do feel like that's worth a watch. I'm just not a musicals person, you know? And Yeah, no, that's fair. So but three hours is a long time for an in person production. Yeah. On Disney Plus though, you can like pause it, get up, stretch your legs. Okay. I think that's better for me than like sitting in a theater. I don't think I could take it. <laughs> Honestly, Hamilton is visually stimulating enough that I would have been able to handle it in person now that I have a bit of musical stamina from Olivia, but like, (laughs) (laughs) mostly, like, if this was my first one, I would have been like, I can't, I I can't. Yeah, and I don't know if that's, like, ADHD or what, but, like, you're gonna force me to sit in a seat for three hours, like, I can't do that, I can't. They usually have an intermission, there's usually a 15-minute intermission, and actually, in the Disney Plus thing, they tell you the 15-minute intermission, they're like, this is the intermission, and they give you 15 minutes to get up and do that, yeah. I love one I also that. just watched uh, Avatar The Way with Water, They're The Way of Water or whatever, the new Avatar. Isn't that like two hours too? Oh my God, it's so long. It's like three hours and it's okay. on Disney Plus. Okay. And it's basically the first one uh-huh. plus four kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoilers, they bring back the villain from the first one. Okay. And they really got to jump through some mental gymnastics to do that. So it's not like a reboot. We're still in the... Oh, it's a definitive sequel. I'm confused, but okay. (laughs) And and not over. The third one comes out in like five years or whatever. Okay. All right. You know, I'm just not not really like those movies, I think, are are visually gorgeous, but I'm just like not that invested. And I I don't I can't I can't sit there for like three hours and watch one movie. December 19th, 2025. That's a while from now. We'll be we'll be the third one. This is off topic, but can you I, I cannot I cannot believe that the Barbie movie isn't out yet. I have been seeing is it not no (laughs) 
Oh my god, I thought it came out forever ago. Yes, Did it not? me too, because I've been seeing nothing but Barbie freaking advertising nonstop. And I, we, I went to go see a movie last weekend, and it's literally not out yet. It comes out at the end of July. I was like, Yeah, wow. July 20th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. So that's one where I was like, I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen more reviews about this movie yet. It's literally not out. <laughs> so cool. Um, anyway, off topic, but I am it's excited. Got so to see many that big one. names in it. Oh my god! I know, I know. I am, I am pretty excited. Ryan Gosling, one. Will Ferrell, Margot Robbie. I feel like it's gonna be pretty funny, but not out yet. Mike, Michael, Sarah. Yeah, no, it's that's a can't believe that's that. a trip. Um, I think they're mad because they're it's coming out the same time as uh, Oppenheimer and mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, and they're all like. So, which one of us gets the IMAX screens? <laughs> and Tom Cruise is like, obviously me. And Oppenheimer's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this movie is meant to be seen on IMAX screens. So us. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I feel like most, the, well, at least major theaters have a lot of IMAX screens now. But I also have been dying at the memes. I don't know if you've seen these of Oppenheimer and Barbie being released like the same weekend. I saw one that was like the Oppenheimer, like whatever movie cardboard thing at the theater next to the Barbie one. And it was like, he was a skater boy. She did ballet. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I died. I thought that was so funny. (laughs) A big, a big plot point of the Oppenheimer film is the fact that he like was not all that faithful and had a lot of not great personal things going on so i love that we are talking about his sexuality everywhere yeah i mean you know it is what it is um but yeah i just those are the types of movies i can sign myself up for you want like three hours of seriousness out of me i don't think it's possible i really just don't oppenheimer's pretty fucking serious it's gonna be a two hour and some change uh, pretty heavy heavy tones yeah, that's one I'm going to have to watch at home. There's no way I could make yeah. it through a theater. Like, I, even the most comfy theater, my brain is going to start to lose interest, like, an, an hour and 45 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, no, mine struggles, too. I wanted to go see Elemental, but I heard it's not that great. I don't know what that one is. Honestly, I haven't, like, really been going to movie. Like, the first movie I'd been to in a really long time was the, the Flash movie, and I just went, like, the other weekend not worth it i heard i was gonna say i heard the uh, special effects on that were atrocious horrendous horrendous i was like what is this 2008 what is happening here yeah i heard it was like playing on playstation one <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> Yeah. That would be an that would be accurate and it wasn't all of the special effects it was just the most important ones of course. Yeah, I heard there was like some awkward like zoom ins on his face that were like, "What is that? Why are you doing that there?" There were, and then there's like moments where he's like running through time, and so he, yeah. he's like seeing these different events unfold from different times, and it's like being replayed. <clears throat> Those should be crisp. I, tell me why <laughs> they they decided to save money on the most important scenes. <laughs> like the whole freaking God. movie i was like are you kidding me this is where you chose to not like to mention, cut? <laughs> yeah and not to mention ezra miller's like top 10 
worst people on the planet right now. Right. Like, in general. Right. We should probably not be supporting any of his stuff. Uh, and it was just... Right. But it was also just, like, I don't know if you're a, a Flash fan, because, like, I think... That, I am from the CW show. I think... I think Grant Gustin played the best Barry Allen yeah. in the last decade at least i agree and i feel like that's the flash that i'm like used to like that personality yeah. type and i don't think they did a good job in the movie like they changed his whole personality and to fit more i guess ezra miller maybe i don't know but it wasn't he that barry allen's like more quirky right like just weird kind of he's more socially doesn't human awkward well. yeah yeah he doesn't yeah. human well that barry allen is like very socially awkward doesn't have a lot of friends like doesn't really know how to exist outside in the world like see like the barry allen i'm used to on the cw for the last decade yeah. has been like fairly personable yeah. and has been like grant gustin right so you're like yeah yeah you're chipper and you're right. you know like he's nerdy but just because you're nerdy doesn't sure. equal socially awkward you know what i mean so like he's definitely right. more intelligent and nerdy but like he has friends he has strong family ties that was like yeah. really missing and so for me it just felt it's kind of the whole point right like it, is the strong family ties it yeah. felt like a whole different character i don't know it was it was a weird movie it was very strange i don't recommend seeing it in theaters if you plan on seeing it at all it was weird that's what i i had heard i had heard that it wasn't it wasn't worth a theater trip no dc just doesn't know how to translate to movies at all no they're a swing and a miss more times than not they really are literally yeah they just really have no idea how like that comic book format is supposed to translate into movies and they still haven't figured it out what's hard is their biggest competitor marvel right just like continually crushes it this oh, last yeah. phase has been rather weak compared to their first three sure. but still smashes dc out of the water yeah well i think that they've always been really good at translating into that movie format right like yeah. it's still comic books you're still taking the same kind of weirdness because there's multiple universes and like people die and come back to yeah. life in marvel too same kind of weird shit happens in marvel as it does yeah. in dc it's just dc literally has no idea how to translate that into like a movie series or like a, a story that can be wrapped up in an hour and a half instead of taking three decades did you see the uh the newest batman i did not and the only literally Robert Pattinson. I did not because I don't like Robert Pattinson. But and the only reason that I even went to go see The Flash was because they baited me with all the Batmans. Um, because you have George Clooney, um, what's his face from like the original Batman? Mike Michael Keaton. Michael you have George Clooney, Michael Keaton, and Fuck. Was there a third Batman? There was a third Batman. Val well Val Kilmer played Batman, but he can't now. No, in the movie he had in the movie, there was a third Batman. Oh, oh uh, I was going to say that. Uh, what's his face? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was also they didn't get, in that one. They didn't get uh, Christian Bale? They didn't. They didn't. And I was really bummed about that. I was bummed about that because I was hoping there would be more Batmans. But it was cool for me to see, like, okay, Ben Affleck, I really don't give a shit about. But Ben Affleck was, and then the, as he travels through and fucks up time, um, he has to work with what's his face, not Val Kilmer, the other one, Keaton, Michael, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton, and then spoiler at the end, George Clooney shows up. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, so I'm not a huge Robert Pattinson fan myself. I I like him enough, 
Uh, I think he got done real dirty on Twilight, though. I think his career after that was significantly better. He's a much better actor than what Twilight did for him. Sure. But I finally watched his Batman on one of my last flights, and it was actually really good. It's much more detective Batman than just randomly shows up and knows where things are, beat up people Batman. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean... And the villain the villain is actually scary. That version of the Riddler is actually very scary. Ooh, interesting. I mean, like, I do like giving Batman movies a chance, and I was a little, like, iffy about Christian Bale, honestly, because I thought he was too scrawny yeah. to play Batman. Yep. Um... I definitely think Robert Pattinson is too scrawny to play Batman, but who knows? And I just don't really like he him. He beefed up. Yeah, he beefed up some, but Christian Bale beefed up like a 130 lot. pounds. A lot. Yeah, he. I think he was sitting at like 220 when he played Batman. Yeah, and he had just done that crazy movie, the the, Mecha- the, the machinist, the machinist or whatever, where he weighed like mm-hmm. 110 he, pounds, yep. like insane. He dropped 100 pounds for it. Yeah. His doctor told him he's like, you cannot do this. Yeah, like, this is not safe for you. You Stop literally it. can't do this again. Like you can't up 100 pounds in three months. Like what's wrong with you? I'm googling it. Um, how much he weighed in Batman. But yeah, I mean, like, he bulked up hard, but I think, like, also a lot of the conversations were around how he looked before. A lot of people were like, he's too scrawny, he's too scrawny. So I think he was like, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, so American Psycho, so these are all in kilograms, just so we're clear. In American Psycho, he was 81 kilograms. Okay, that's what I think in his average. Of- yeah, because 81 times 2.2 is what... The fact that you know that, I love that. Is that a medical? 178. Thing? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to convert it a lot. I figured. <laughs> so in Reign of Fire, he was 83. In The okay. Machinist, he was 55 kilograms. Oh my God. Which is 121 pounds and looks incredibly scrawny for him. Yeah, yeah. So he lost 50 pounds for that movie. Yeah, in Batman Begins, he was 86. Oh, so I guess that was 189 pounds. I thought it was much more than that. Oh, okay. So he didn't. Well, I he had to bulk up a lot in between movies, but I guess maybe he wasn't that much bigger than he is well, normally. Well, so he went right. So he went from the Machinist at fifty five kilograms to Batman Begins from two thousand four to two thousand five to eighty six. So he had to gain thirty one kilograms, which is sixty six pounds Jesus. roughly. <laughs> and then he dropped from eighty six to sixty one. Oh my god! A year later for Rescue Dawn, and then went from sixty one to eighty six. For the Dark Knight, then it gets better. The Dark Knight to the fighter, right? Does that say the fighter? Yeah. He went from 86 to 66, so he had to drop another 20 kilos, so another 40 pounds. And then in The Dark Knight Rises, he was the biggest he's ever been at 90 kilos. So he went from 66 to 90. This dude's... This dude's... Wait, I can't. He's insane. That's insane. Because I feel like 86, 85 is like how he should look. That's like his body type is like. That is a, yeah, that's a normal filled out Christian band. Yeah, that seems like it should be his normal. So like him ballooning and then going back down 30 kilograms like every year is insane. Seriously. (laughs) so crazy. that's a ton. Like that's a ton of weight every year. You're just, that's. So your whole goal all year is just like, okay, well, I got to lose weight. I got to gain weight. Got to bulk up. Like, wow. Yeah. And you hear stories of people like Rob McElhenney will tell you what they have to eat to bulk. And they're mm-hmm. like, I'm getting up in the middle of the night to eat an entire tub of ice cream <laughs> to have like enough calories Literally. to turn into muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's not just about putting on the weight. Like he needed to bulk up. Like he needed to put on yeah. muscle. That's way harder. And then lose that muscle. It's way harder to lose muscle. Like- 
I feel terrible for his personal trainer. That must be a hard job. I feel terrible for his body. Can you imagine? Like you have well, to yeah, also that, freaking but... starve yourself sometimes to like drop that much weight. Yeah. And especially when you're all muscle. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Why? That's commitment to your craft. That's rough. That is commitment to your craft. Okay. What? Treasurer. I think that's it. It's all I've got. Alexander Hamilton, treasurer. Yeah, I don't really feel like we talked about treasurer a lot, but yeah, Alexander Hamilton definitely was it. <laughs> yeah, he was it. He was the one, the only one we've ever had, you know. <laughs> no, but I don't think we've ever really had another famous Department of Treasury person that we cared about. I don't know, maybe. I feel like the Department of Treasury is just one of those departments that like you don't think about until they're like, uh, taxes, inflation, we're like, wait a minute. Who's in there? Yeah. Or somebody makes a joke about robbing Fort Knox and you're like, oh, right. Fort Knox is real. It's a real thing that exists. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone make a joke about that, but cool. You never heard somebody being like, wow, it's it's more secure than Fort Knox? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, that. But I guess I never really thought about what Fort Knox is. <laughs> it's, it's a military base in Kentucky. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a military base, but I was like, oh, more secure than a military base. Yeah, sounds right. That's just like a thing we say. <laughs> it it holds 147.3 million ounces of gold, which is just over half of the U.S. Treasury's stored bullion. Oh, that's nice. I don't think that's enough to cover what we need, but it, it's nice that it's there, I guess. $42.22 per ounce. There's 147.3 million ounces. We're doing some math now. Oh my god. So that's 6,216. But make that billions. <laughs> so it's like $6 billion. <laughs> cool. It might even be trillion, honestly. I might have done that math wrong. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. What was our first word? It's a lot of gold. Era. Oh, right. Era. Mm -hmm. What an era to be a treasurer. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you didn't love it. That's fine. I didn't love it, but it's okay. That's just because it made me think of Bitcoin. And I was like, yeah, I guess it doesn't oh, It does yeah, make your life think of a little complicated, huh? Nobody wants to think of Bitcoin, but you have a pool party to get to, so you should be doing that. I do have a pool party to get to, and my nails match my bathing suit. Wow. So cool. So. Happy California. <laughs> it's literally drizzling right now, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this pool party is going to go, but I have to go pick up cups and plates and silverware and fruit and uh, get that all on my bike and get it over to the pool party, but... Yeah. Oh, but Maggie bought a car. That's the last But minute. I got a car. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's my last little uh, housekeeping for today. I, I do. I got a car finally, and I'm so excited. It needs a little bit of fix-ups, but it'll be um, perfect and great for adventuring. And then I can update you guys on all of the weird shit that I've seen in California since I got my car. Yeah, fingers crossed that the tune-ups go well and that it doesn't end up being some disaster. Yay. Thanks for the positivity. <laughs> Yay, I'm here for you. <laughs> Until you next say, time. You gotta say the thing. <laughs> there you go. Okay, but I ruined it that time, so say it again. All right. Until next time.